Hey man, John here. Look, I know you love my voice because you've been listening to it for so many years now, but I'm sure I've mentioned to you that I also do audiobooks and all sorts of fun little things. So, you know what, man? You can totally hire me. And it's easy enough to go to www.johnwatersvoiceover.com. That's johnwatersvoiceover.com to hire me, check out podcasts, and even, if you're not convinced, I'm going to give you free stuff. I got promo codes for all kinds of books to suit your fancy and try my voice out. But also, if you've tried out my voice, you've heard it, you love it, and you're like, I want to support this guy some more. Well, man, I got something for you. I got a store right there on that same site, johnwatersvoiceover.com forward slash store. And man, oh man, we got shirts, hats, we got mugs, we got stuff that you cannot live without, especially if you're a fan of me. So come on and check it out, man. johnwatersvoiceover.com. You'll get great oral and then some. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and this is my podcast where I read the Bible from cover to cover because reasons. Uh, <laughs> welcome to it. You can reach out to us at according to stupid at gmail.com, at accord to stupid on the Twitter, and at our website, www.johnwatersvoiceover.com forward slash podcasts, where you can see our stuff, see what's going on. Uh, if this is your first episode, you can jump to the first episode uh, so you don't have to really worry about like, oh, what did I miss? Oh, son of a bitch, I should have seen what Moses was doing, you know, whatever. Uh, you can totally do that, and that's really handy. Um, Yeah, how was your weekend, everybody? Mine was pretty good. Uh, went by very, very quickly, it felt like. Um, had a friend's wedding who joined her houses with uh, uh, a, another guy, and... Uh, well, yeah, not another guy, with a guy. Uh, and um, they have a lot of kids now. Uh, ten grand total between both both families, I suppose. And it's, you know, eight of them are under the age of 11. So uh, that, uh, there's that. So... <laughs> Comment if you uh, if you have a bunch of kids. Anyway, uh, we're in uh, Jeremiah, and God's still very pissed. Uh, he's he's throwing himself around. He's uh, Jeremiah's been um, you know also been a little bit thrown around a bit uh, in in the sense of just like he was trying to preach some stuff, and people were like "fuck you," and people were like "why aren't we following the priests who should know this shit." And as opposed to the guy who's supposed to be and ordered to by God to, um, you know, to wear like muddy clothes and just, you know, stand outside like Congress House, you know, the, the, the palaces and be like, you know what God is telling you and shit like that. And he's like, are you sure? Because I don't know if this is the way to way to do it, <laughs> you know, but you know, that's not that's neither here nor there. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we're reading from KingJamesBibleOnline.org, and it's Jeremiah chapter 23 is where we're starting today. Here we go. Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, saith the Lord. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. 
Wish you would talk to your pastors more, but, you know. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel against the pastors that feed my people. Ye have scattered my flock and driven them away, and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, saith the Lord. And they're like, oh, shit. So is he actually talking to him now, or is he going through, you know, Jeremiah as a medium? But, you know, what's the... <laughs> was it evil? Uh, visit upon you the evil of your doings. So you're just going to ignore them, <laughs> I guess, ultimately? And I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries whither I have driven them. <laughs> all right. And will bring them again to their folds, and they shall be fruitful and increase. You'd seem a little late with this, but okay. Because it also makes it sound like, and I drove them away from their this, this one hub for reasons that are beyond even me. But I'm going to bring them all together, all the good ones, and we're going to have them over here, and they're going to... Fuck like fucking rabbits. And it's gonna be great. And I will set up shepherds over them, which shall feed them. Oh, good. And they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed. Neither shall they be lacking, saith the Lord. Oh, goody. But wasn't that supposed to be the original plan with the first group that showed up to fucking Israel? What happened? Behold. <laughs> Behold, the days come, saith the Lord that I will raise unto David a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. All of it? In his days Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name, whereby he shall be called the Lord our righteousness. Well, what happens to the rest of everybody? You drive them out? Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that they shall no more say, The Lord liveth, which brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But the Lord liveth, which brought up and which led the seed of the house of Israel out of the north country, from all countries, whither I have driven them, and they shall dwell in their own land. Oh, so Israel and Judah and all that and Jerusalem are not good enough anymore. They are not the place. Okay. Um. Cool. Uh, what name is the Messiah referred to? Uh, they have a quiz on here every day. Name is the Messiah referred to in Jeremiah 23, 6. We just read it. In the days Judah shall be saved and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is the name whereby you should call the Lord our righteousness. Uh, well, that, and then the things are Jesus Christ, the son of the Lord, the Lord of forgiveness, the Lord of our righteousness. Well, the Lord of our righteousness is what it is. It's not Jesus. <laughs> Because as far as we know, we just have the one. And it might be prophesied that another one's coming around, someone to save everybody. But wouldn't the guy who has the power to already do this sort of stuff be the thing, you know? Because at this point, you're just like, another person will save us. It's not God. It's not. But weren't we punished for worshiping not him? Yeah, but, um, hmm. But it's his son. Are we sure? <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure he's going to be real pissed off that his son is overshadowing his own dad. Anyway, mine heart within me is broken because of the prophets. All of them? All my bones shake. I am like a drunken man and like a man whom wine hath overcome because of the Lord and because of the words of his holiness. I'm confused. Who's talking? For the land is full of adulterers. For because of swearing, the land mourneth. Hmm. The pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up and their course is evil, and their force is not right. But, you know, if you want us to be fruitful, we kind of have to be a bit of adulterers. And if we go back to, you know, those fun three ones of uh, Leviticus and whatnot, uh, 
We're supposed to just be fucking anything that moves, right? For both prophet and priest are profane. Oh, well, okay. So Jeremiah also falls into this. Yea, in my house have I found their wickedness, saith the Lord. But you are apparently sending them. But how do we how do we how do we know without you actually coming down and like sorting this shit out? You know? How how does anybody know? <laughs> and really, until Jesus shows up with a bunch of miracles, are people like, yeah, fuck you. Right? And I've seen, uh, I've seen the folly of the prophets of Samaria. They prophesied in Baal and caused the people, my people Israel, to err. Well, probably because, you know, no one really, you have yet to give a shit about Samaria. <laughs> and you haven't punished people in Samaria who, like, you know, haven't made war on Israel or anything like that. So really, you know, if they're like, you know, Baal probably is the right way to go. I've seen also the prophets of Jerusalem and horrible thing. Okay. They commit adultery. Oh, no. And walk in lies. Well, they strengthen also the hands of evildoers, and none doth return from his wickedness. They are all of them unto me as Sodom, and the inhabitants thereof as Gomorrah. Aren't they the same? Therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts concerning the prophets, Behold, I will feed them with wormwood. Oh, awesome. And make them drink the water of gall. Well, that's a little gross. For from the prophets of Jerusalem is profaneness gone forth into all the land. Well, shit. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. Prophesy unto you. Why? So, none of them. Okay. All right. <laughs> they make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of the Lord. Well, how, again, how are we supposed to know except for Jeremiah? But even Jeremiah you're sending off to be, you know, God says this. They say, they say still unto them that despise me, the Lord hath said, he shall have peace, and they say unto everyone that walketh after the imagination of his own heart, no evil shall come upon you. Oh, good, but who's going to tell them that? Because clearly it's not God. For who hath stood in the counsel of the Lord, and hath perceived and heard his word? Who hath marked his word and heard it? Um, these prophet guys who you keep sending and keep telling us not to listen to. Behold, a whirlwind of the Lord is gone forth in fury, even a grievous whirlwind. It shall fall grievously upon the head of the wicked. The anger of the Lord shall not return until we have executed, until we have performed the thoughts of his heart. Oh, well, you should really let us know then. In the latter days you shall consider it perfectly. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, when everything is done, you'll really fucking understand. But for right now, you guys need to just shut the fuck up and do what I tell you to do. Well, who are you telling us through? This, uh, you know, people? Do we trust them? No, don't trust them. Well, who do we trust then? We ha At this point, we have no communication. But if they have stood in my counsel, which again, how do you prove that, and had caused my people to hear my words, uh, again, you're the, I'm assuming the prophets and the real prophets that you're sending around uh, have very similar messages. Then they should have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their doings. Now, it'd be better, O oh God, if you were to lightning strike all the false ones and then, you know, send one that goes like, Hey, I'm the real deal. <laughs> Am I a God at hand? You should be, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off. Um, both, I suppose, you should be. Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him? Clearly you do. You can hide out in plain sight, saith the Lord. Do not I fill heaven and earth? I don't know, saith the Lord. 
I have heard what the prophets said, that prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. Okay, fair enough. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? I, probably all the time, because it's a real convenient way to lie. Because, you know, otherwise it's people being like, I had a vision, I went for a walk, and God started talking to me. So it wasn't a dream. No, it wasn't a dream. Could it have been a dream? I mean, maybe. I might have fallen asleep. Fuck, I don't know. Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart. Oh, well, hmm. It probably makes them a pretty penny, I imagine. Which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor, as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal. Well, the prophet that hath a dream, let him tell a dream. And he that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully. Again, <laughs> you have the false ones and you have the real ones, so maybe you should mark them somehow. What is the chaff to the wheat, saith the Lord? Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, this seems like a different sentence. Is not my word like as a fire? Mm, weird, and you have to really kindle it and uh, to feel its heat, and um, it can get really out of control a lot, especially if it's not watched all the time, saith the Lord. And like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. Um, I'm, I'm confused. Where, where are we going with this analogy? Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, all of them, saith the Lord, that steal my words from every one, my words, every one from his neighbor. Well, duh. Behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that use their tongues, oh, as opposed to what, their ears, and say, he saith. Well, fair enough. But which prophets are the real ones, O Lord? That's the important one. Behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and do tell them and cause my people to err by their lies and by their lightness. Yet I sent them not, nor commanded them. Therefore, they shall not profit this people at all, saith the Lord. Oh, no, damn, well, fuck. Well, hopefully you do something about them, yeah? Um. And when this people, or the prophet, or the priest, shall ask thee, saying, What is the burden of the Lord? Thou shalt then say unto them, What burden? I will even forsake you, saith the Lord. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what burden is kind of the thing, I guess, is the right sentence. But, like, I, I will even uh, forsake you, saith the Lord. Uh, whatever. And as for the prophet and the priest and the people, uh, that's vague, that shall say, the burden of the Lord, I will even punish that man and his house. Why? There is no burden of the Lord. If you're all powerful, you have no burden. Thus shall ye say, every one to his neighbor and every one to his brother, what hath the Lord answered and what hath the Lord spoken? And then most of them are going to go like, he hasn't spoken to me. And the burden of the Lord shall ye mention no more. Why not? Because you have none. For every man's word shall be his burden. Okay, fair enough. And does that work for you, O Lord? For ye have perverted the words of the living God and the Lord of hosts our God. Wait, so there's two? For ye have perverted the words of the living God. Oh of the living God, of the Lord of hosts, our God. All right, same one. Does kind of seem like there's two, but it is just one. So, you really don't have a way to get around this, Lordy Lord. There's really not, because you're just being all pissy and shit about, you know, people taking their own fucking thing. Yeah, this is dumb. Uh... Thus shalt thou say to the prophet, What hath the Lord answered thee? And what hath the Lord spoken? All right. I mean, what else are you going to ask? 
But since they, but since ye say the burden of the Lord, therefore thus say the Lord, because ye say this word, the burden of the Lord, and I have sent unto you, saying, ye shall not say the burden of the Lord. Where are we in this? This is fucking dumb. Therefore, behold, I, even I, will utterly forget you, and I will forsake you in the city that I gave you and your fathers, and cast you out of my presence. Well, you weren't really around, were you? And I'm really confused as to this whole burden business. It doesn't make any sense. If you say the burden of the Lord, like, what is the burden of the Lord? And be like, what burden? I don't fucking know. Did he create everything? Maybe. He could have, I suppose. It's open to interpretation. The pow, the, everything came to fucking existence. But if there was a burden to this whole thing, uh, no. Because if he's all-powerful and all this and all that, it doesn't really matter. And if he is, like, grand designing everything, let's assume that, if he is the design of it all, there's no burden to it. No, there's not. There can't be. If he's creating every single decision and every moment and everything, one, you remove free will from all of those arguments, and two, he doesn't give two shits at that point. He knows how it's going to go. So what burden? If you know how something's going to go, you don't have a burden to it. You don't. Now, maybe working through it, I could go through that, but it's not really a burden to be like, well, Tommy Joe is going to go and do this. He's going to get four divorces and marry a guy by the time he, you know, hits 65 and be very happy in his life, and then we're going to send him straight to hell. Or whatever the fuck in this terrible, awful book of this maniacal god who has no idea what to do or even really wants to talk to his people. And the people he does talk to uh, is the one guy who's like, this will be funny. Uh, and maybe this whole thing is a joke. Maybe this is weird back-ass word being like, look, I hate all these prophets who are spouting lies, but like, uh, I'm just way too fucking busy to come down and be like, all right, fuckers, I was down in the tabernacle before, now I'm not, and I don't care. <laughs> you know? Um, so it's dumb. Therefore, behold, I, even I, will ever forget you and will forsake you in the city, blah, blah, blah. And I will bring an everlasting reproach upon you and a perpetual shame which shall not be forgotten until we die. Chapter 24, a little bit shorter. The Lord shewed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord. After that, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away captive Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and the princes of Judah, and the carpenters and smiths from Jerusalem, and had brought them to Babylon. So, still fucking happened. Right? Like his whole thing of like, oh, I'll protect you and this and that. You know, Nebuchadnezzar still fucking showed up and took people. One basket had very good figs, even like the figs that are first ripe. And the other basket had very naughty figs and they were sexy and wearing little fig lingerie and doing things with their mouths and stuff, which could not be eaten. They were so bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, then said the Lord unto me, what seest thou, Jeremiah? And I said, figs. The good figs, very good. And the evil, very evil, that cannot be eaten. They are so evil. <laughs> like, But, like, this is in the, the throes of, like, Nebuchadnezzar being like, all right, we're going to start from the top and just start taking people away. First, we're starting with the king's son. We're taking uh, the princes of Judah. And then we're going to do people that, you know, really can help out with the city of uh, carpenters, blacksmiths, and then we'll move from there. Then said the Lord unto me, what seest thou, Jeremiah? And I said, figs, blah, blah, blah. Oh, uh, did I read that one? I don't really know. Uh, so yeah, and I said, figs, the good figs, very good, and the evil, very evil, that cannot be eaten, they are so evil. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, Like these good figs, so will I acknowledge them that are carried away captive of Judah. Okay, 
Where are we going with this? Whom I have sent out of this place into the land of the Chaldeans for their good. Oh, for their good. For their good. Yeah, that, that, th how is this their good? Even if they are good people, the good figs, the good figs of this would be still, is still sent to be with the Chaldeans as slaves, workers, and probably to die in the next X amount of time. Because what the fuck do they care? Uh, and being like, it's for their good. Yeah, they, they need that. But they're already good people. Yeah, but we really need to make sure that they're really good people. Why do that? Why fucking do that? This seems like a very convenient, like, oh shit, um, don't worry, God's doing this to all of us because we are good people, but, uh, you know, uh, we gotta endure some bad shit first. Be like, why weren't, weren't we enduring some bad shit before? Weren't we killing, like, a goat a week or, like, several hundred thousand goats a week? And, like, at some point, doesn't that, you know, create a terrible, you know, way of life that we're literally just cutting most of our food out of everything? I mean, shit, man. <laughs> and what about the bad ones? Uh, we're still being sent. Well, shit, man. <laughs> so we're just, you know, it's the mixing of the two. It doesn't make a difference. But maybe there's an answer. Maybe there's an answer later on in this chapter. We'll see. Let's see if he has an answer for the bad figs. So, he's sending the good ones for their good. Okay. For I will set mine eyes upon them for good, and I will bring them again to this land, and I will build them and not pull them down, and I will plant them and not pluck them up. But you said that about, you know, after Noah, and you said that about after David. What the fuck happened? But I guess, yes, you did have a lawyer statement being like, you better believe in me. Well, we're going to believe in you. Oh, you better believe in me in the way I think you need to believe in me. Well, you need to start talking to us a lot more. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> and I will give them a heart to know me. Oh, fucking, finally, that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God, for they shall return unto me with their whole heart. And as of the evil figs, which cannot be eaten, they are so evil, surely, thus saith the Lord, so will I give Zedekiah, the king of Judah, and his princes, and the residue of Jerusalem, that remain in this land, and them that dwell in the land of Egypt. What the fuck does that mean? Why are we taking the good ones out into slavery town, and leaving the bad ones into, the into their own fucking houses? This is back-ass words, man. Why would you do this? And I will deliver them to be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth for their hurt, to be a reproach and a proverb, a taunt and a curse, in all places whither I shall drive them. Okay, fair enough. You're going to keep them there, but eventually they're going to get separated out until there's nothing left but a bunch of fucking ruins that all the good people, who are probably most of them dead by the time you bring them the fuck back, because, you know, medical science being what it is, if you lived to 20, it was fucking amazing. Like, uh, why? <laughs> why not just separate them? Why not just leave the good and take the bad and have Nebuchadnezzar be the one that does that? Dumb. And I will send the sword, the famine, and the pestilence among them till they be consumed from off the land that I gave unto them and to their fathers. This seems like a loophole in your whole, like, I will not punish the people of... Uh, my children and this and that. Yeah, seems um, seems like a hole in the plan there. Stupid, real dumb. This is not. This is just a real stupid, terrible way. And also, as Nebuchadnezzar, if he's taking slaves the entire time, why the fuck would he leave anybody? It seems more sensual to me, making sensual. I don't know. Yeah. 
<laughs> to make more sense to me, that he just take fucking everybody. Just, here you go. We're going to take every motherfucker, and we're going to make sure that they build our monuments and our towers. Who do you worship? Doesn't fucking matter. Who do they worship? Don't fucking matter. Because you know what? God is not punishing us, if there is one, because eh, we don't care. <laughs> they do not care. <laughs> so it seems better to not worship God, because, you know, you still might be working through him to do good for his people, but you're not being punished in this life or even fucking the next because there's really no talk about like, if you're a good person, you get to go to heaven yet because so far the only person who made it was that one prophet from like three books ago who was like, I did okay, right? And a chariot came down and picked his ass up while he was still alive, which is nuts to me. Is Ezekiel, right? That was him. Uh, so everybody else, how do you like match up to that? Because he was already a prophet. Everybody else is just like, whoa, wait a minute. Is there a, is there an ascension business here? We didn't know. We were supposed to just kill all of our goats for the glory of God and to make the place all smoky and shit. Like, what the fuck, man? Ugh, dumb. Fucking dumb. Doesn't make any sense to me. Unless it's literally just one lovely political ploy to be like, no, no, this is a good thing. A good thing. For 40, 20, however many years you're going to be over there. And then they're going to send you back because they're like, fuck them. <laughs> like, we essentially took it over. I mean, if we throw some Babylonian soldiers over in Jerusalem, uh, I bet we'll just, you know, own it still. And if history has told us anything, owning a shit ton of land is pretty okay. Fucking dumb. All right. Well, that was it for this uh, this uh, Monday's edition or this beginning of the week uh, gospel according to stupid episode. Uh, I've been Johnny Waters. Please leave a review if and you can, and that'd be fucking fantastic. Uh, and you have been gospeled to by the stupid. <laughs>